This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 19. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit. And with me on the podcast, as always, Adam Jet Fuel Tetris. Jet Fuel Tetris. Because you're hyped up about this. That's me soaring in. Right. Into this show right now. I felt that because of all the excitement you have for tomorrow. We're coming in hot. That's skirt. That's me. That's me. Uh, Is that you or Kodak Black? <laughs> Skirt. That's the sound that uh, a jet makes when it stops. when it stops, or Skirt. a Ferrari. Yeah, or a Ferrari, or just something, or a Panda. Right, Panda, Panda. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I, you know, I, I have to be honest. I thought you were going to go for uh, a, a Star Wars related J name. Well, I already used Jakku. <laughs> that's the one that I always go back to is Jakku. Oh, that's then I was one. like, what's another J word in Star Wars? What could possibly be another J word in Star Wars? Oh, geez. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Jedi? That's literally what I'm thinking about like right Z1? now. Like the whole internet's yelling like, Jedi, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. We'll turn this crap off. These guys aren't real. I'm clearly not a fan because I'm just like, Jakku, that's all I can remember. That's Jakku. the only thing that's, that's available there. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, man. I'm chilling. May the 4th be with you. You as well, sir. Today, as we record this right now, it is May 4th. It is Star Wars Day. Uh-huh. It comes around once a year, but in my heart, I feel like every day is Star Wars Day. I live my life like every day is Star Wars Day. Really? You live your life fighting off your father <laughs> with a lightsaber and him cutting your arm off? That's, that's it's really a, intense. No, it's actually, that's for a different podcast. I don't really want to get into that Fair enough, right understandable. Now. Uh, do, do, do you and your, your loved ones observe the holiday that is Star Wars. Day. I don't know if my loved ones do, but <laughs> um, I you don't. Do. Have, you don't go home. You see mom. You have like a dinner. And it's like, what are you guys doing? We have early dinner. It's Star Wars Day. Right. Hurry up. Yeah. We're well, not waiting. We play. For you. We play like the th- uh, 3D chess game. The hologram chess. Oh, game. really? Yeah. Where yeah. Where the yeah. little characters move uh-huh. and like smash each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't do any of those things. We have like a Jar Jar pinata. We all take turns, like just smashing the hell out of that thing. Mm. Happy Star Wars Day. <laughs> It's just a house filled with love. Sounds like it. Well, happy Brown Bag Day as well. Yeah, happy Brown Bag Day. Happy Brown Bag Day, Internet. It's always fun to come together after you've... Listen, let me tell you guys something. Mm. Every time I go into Brave New Worlds, it is a unique experience. Like, it even smells a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like a unique smell, sounds, people. One of the best smelling comic book stores, I would say. Yeah. Doesn't smell like the kind of smell you you would expect in a comic book store. The uh, that 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 pungent aroma of a person who has exited his basement 
for the first time in in six or seven days. Hello and welcome. He yeah. doesn't sound like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like that. Doesn't doesn't smell quite like that. It smells Batman's good. It smells right like over a, there. It smells like a library. It smells like paper to me. It smells like new stuff. Newness. Yeah, newness. It smells like that new that newness. <laughs> Okay. All right. It smells like, it smells like Trillium. It smells like Trillium. Wow. Yeah. Trillium has a smell now. Hey, we're getting a lot of love from the episode that we did most recently. Uh, or It was two episodes ago. Man, I don't know. Mining for Trillium. I just come in here and do I'm this. finding out that Trillium is a thing in a lot of different places. Where do we get some? Uh, I don't know where Or we is get... it in our hearts? I think it's... You know what? That's is what it, it in is. me already? Well, we have to look for it. We go on a journey and we look for it and we go right. through this whole experience. You have to earn it. It's kind of like Kung Fu, yeah. David Carradine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by, by the end... Yeah, exactly. And by um, the end of your experience this harrowing journey you've grown yourself personally and and with your your peers your fellowship uh and you found out that trillium was in your heart the entire time like you said it's like well if it's in my heart the whole time why you ain't just tell me it was in there okay i feel like this is really irresponsible i don't waste the time money energy effort i could have been going to work getting some money Uh i'm running around here burning inside of my forearms on pots Uh look at this look at this burn mark on both my forearms (laughs) you mean to tell me you could have just told me the trillium was in my heart i didn't have to burn myself that hurt I just stay home. I would have stayed home. I would have watched Netflix. I had Trillium the whole time. Yeah. I didn't even need to bother with this. True and real. Ugh. See how see, I think it might be because you weren't true and real at that time. Oh. You had to grow into your true yeah. and realness. Oh, okay. okay. So the yeah. journey, uh-huh. Come on, somebody. Okay. <laughs> the journey is the destination. See, it's in you, but you gotta work it out. So you remember in, in Gods of Egypt. No, our whatever he, you're about to say, our hero uh, disqualified. Our hero Jamie Lannister <laughs> loses his eyeballs and finds out he actually had it, or no, his wings. Loses his wings and he found out he had his Man. wings the whole time. He was looking for trillium. He had nah, 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 nah. There was no trillium. In that <laughs> he's not. He's not disqualified. He's not hearing it. He's disqualified. Not hearing it. Internet, I, internet. The trillium is in you. You've just got to work it out. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. You have to go through the journey to find out where is it. Mm-hmm. Where do I find it? Mm-hmm. But we're here to tell you it's in you. Yeah. Got real deep just now. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. You feel that? I feel, I feel like I'm harmonizing with all of our listeners right now. <laughs> uh, They're like, hey, get to the news. You, you know who's Shut got up. Trillium? You know who has Trillium deep down inside? Who's that? Alicia Vikander. The okay. new Lara Croft. Oh, yeah, 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 in yeah. the upcoming Tomb Raider reboot. First thing I want to say is she killed it in Ex Machina. Oh, my God. Ex creepy. Machina is so good. So good. So creepy. Yeah. It, it, no spoilers, of course. No. But it does end well. Yes. It ends well. Yes. Like, I, like. Well, let, hold on. Let me let me clarify that. Actually, let me let me say. Oh, it, okay. Yeah. It sticks the landing. Sticks the landing. It Not in well. It sticks the landing. Yeah. Because you know, the thing about to me about a good sci-fi kind of movie is that a sci-fi movie is supposed to make you uncomfortable, like intellectually, like the way you're thinking about it not necessarily i'm <gasps> scared like not, not not terrify you like boogeyman or like yeah. scare moment but like it haunts you intellectually like oh my gosh yes and it does a good job of creating that oh my goodness 
I loved minute. that movie. It was good. It ended really well, and she killed it. Yeah, it was did a really good job. Very tense. It was very interesting. It was beautiful. I feel like she's going to be a great Lara Croft. Yeah, um, I'm interested. It, we talked about Daisy Ridley potentially yeah, yeah. being Lara. You Croft. know, there was there was rumors on the streets, but that's why we call them rumors. Yeah, but you know, when I heard who it was, I honestly it was like who. But then when I saw who it was, I said, oh, mm-hmm. the girl from, yeah, really good. Yeah, it would be interesting it. to see her in a position where she's like, in, I assume the new Tomb Raider is going to be an action oh, I would assume m- so. movie. So it'll be interesting to see her in a really dynamic, high octane role. Mm-hmm. Be- whereas, you know, she was very, she did an excellent job in Ex Machina, but she was very reserved. Yes. She was very quiet. Yes. She had this like stillness to mm-hmm. her. Um, mm-hmm. obviously given you know, the character that she played. Yeah. She was you know, a robot. The one thing I thought about when I found out who it actually was is I remember her being small. Okay. She looked small to me. Okay. Maybe that was because she was playing an Android or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know true. if she's actually that small, Yeah, but when I heard her, I was like, Oh, okay. And I said, well, huh? But you know, we know from, Seeing things done so many times, if you do it right, mm-hmm. Wolverine is supposed to be really short. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, it works. So it works out. Uh, you know, uh, on on that note, in Ex Machina is um, Oscar Isaac. Poe Dameron. Yep, Poe Dameron. Um, and I, I like the fact that the notion that maybe Daisy Ridley was going to be Lara Croft, but it's not actually happening. It's going to be Alicia Vikander, and she's... Mm-hmm. In a, she was in a movie with Oscar Isaac. There's this like weird, feels like there's this family thing going on. Think so? Yeah, I don't know. There's there's this notion to me like there are these people who are excellent in these sci-fi movies. We're just going to use them a lot in sci-fi movies. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we're going to put one of them into a Tomb Raider movie, and maybe we see other people that we recognize in the supporting cast. And I I like that. I, I like that. You ever watch uh, Arrested Development, the show? A little bit. Sometimes I like when you see the cast members from Arrested Development show up in different shows. Who's the guy who's in Veep? In Deep? Veep. In Veep. Veep. Oh, oh, in Veep. Veep. Yeah, and he plays Buster. Buster Bluth in... uh, uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, he's I'm, funny. I'm he's thinking funny. of uh, Archer. You know, a lot of the characters in Archer, the, the animated joint. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them uh, have done Arrested Development, mm-hmm. and there's this. I don't know. There's just. It, it's nice to see them kind of move as a unit. They work well together. You've, you've seen them right, work the well. Chemistry. You like the chemistry. Yeah. To move to different different stories. Right. Exactly. Why not? They put on new faces, new costumes, new characters, and they do their thing, and they do it well. Mm-hmm. I like that. I appreciate it. Yeah, so moving on, huge news. This is this is science fiction news to end all science fiction. Monster size news. Uh huh. This is monster size <laughs> news. In fact, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. We so, are nerd lucky to have this news right now in this day and age. I'm hold on to your ear pods. Uh huh. Justin Lin and LeBron James gonna be in a Space Jam sequel. Yeah, Space Jam Two. Huh? So excited for Space Jam 2. Sarcasm? No, no, no. I'm, I like Space Jam 1. Space Jam 1 is great. When's the last time you saw Space Jam? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I live, uh, I'm, it's playing in my head at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. really, the Quad City DJs are playing in my head at all times. Right. So, so can we really trust that? No. Can Young Metro trust that? <laughs> no. Is the question. No. Uh, I watched a clip on YouTube not that long ago. I was watching the, the Nerd Lux turn into 
the like giant monsters, mm-hmm. you know, when they're touching the ball and getting the powers. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the exact same plot? Man, I really don't know. All I know is that I find it very interesting how it's like, hey, we did this like with Jordan back in the day. Yeah. So it's how many, every many, however many years later, who's our Jordan equivalent now? LeBron. Let's try it again. Yeah. You know, I remember being a little kid and loving this. Yeah. However, comma, mm. when you're a little kid, you also loved He-Man. And you also loved G.I. Joe cartoons. Yeah. And you also loved all kinds of stuff. Wait, what are you getting at? You, you go watch it now. Does it hold up, though? No. Well, That's okay, what I'm no, saying. No. So I don't really know if, if Space Jam was actually good and <laughs> leading into this. Am I excited about Space Jam 2? Like, I don't really know because I'm like, I don't really remember the movie. Yeah. I just remember this is cool. Yeah. I love Michael Jordan cartoons mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. you know like my little nephew if it's got batman on it it's like batman yeah and it's like i love it because it's batman yeah it doesn't, of course. it's not about quality of what whether it's good or it's batman yeah you know doesn't so matter. i'm kind of like ah let me see a trailer do you, do you have any ambitions do you have any hopes and dreams for space jam 2 i want it of course I, of course i mean i want it to be good yeah but i just Want it to be good, like. See, here's my issue. Tell me, your Incredibles issue. was grown people good. Yes, you and know? Zootopia, and right, yeah. grown people good. Yeah, and kids liked it too. I'm not so much, you know, or what was Inside Out, grown people good. Yeah, yeah, you know, and kids liked it too. That's the kind of like thing I'm wondering: is this going to be made for adults, but kids can enjoy it, or is this going to be? made for kids and adults take kids to it. I think it's going to be the first one because this relies on nostalgia from people like you and I in our age range to go and see this movie and it needs to be updated and it needs to like, it it needs to hang with the sense of humor that we have now. My question is, is there going to be a Jordan face crying meme cameo (laughs) in the movie? There's a Jordan face cry meme in everything. Right. Everywhere. So you know so I wonder. when the trailer comes out. You know what? what I just made the meme for you, internet. Just somebody go make it. You're streaming so down his when face. we actually get the poster, hey, sorry, the Monster Jam 2, you know what I mean? They're going to put the Jordan crying face <laughs> meme on LeBron. They're going to put it on the Monster. They're going to do it. So let's just get ready. That So that you asked me what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the Jordan crying face meme. Making an appearance on the internet I believe, in relation to this. I believe you will get your wish. I believe I can fly, and I believe you will get your wish. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Moving down the line, uh, also, you know, working on that nostalgia tip, we have a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Yeah, apparently that trailer, real quick, this is not on the list, but that trailer is like one of the <laughs> most disliked trailers <laughs> on YouTube in YouTube history. You know what's funny about that is I, I didn't think it was that bad me either i'm like i understand i understand i wonder is this just like mob mob mentality group thought or is it really that bad this is Is it like oh or do we hate this 
Are we supposed to hate this? Oh, we hating this? Okay. Uh, what are we doing to show our hate? Oh, we're hitting dislike? Yeah. Okay, I hit dislike. Did you guys hit dislike? Because I don't want to hit dislike by myself. Did you hit it yet? So we're all going to hit it now? Okay, let's all hit. Let's all undislike it and let's hit dislike together. Ready? Three, two, one. Why are you going to let me hit it first? Yeah. Let's all hit it together. Like, you know what I mean? This is this is the, it, it, let's, let's get real for a second. This is like the, the nickelback effect. Okay. Where people, okay, you might have lost me culturally. Keep going. Hate nickelback. <laughs> Right. Okay. And and as a cultural meme, we hate Nickelback. Everybody hates the band Nickelback. But on the real, they are not that bad to get the ire of every human on the planet. It's just fun to join the meme. Fun to hate. Yeah, it's fun to hate. Mm -hmm. It's easy. And I feel like, yes, there are actual critiques to make. Yes, it was not an excellent trailer yes it's a little confusing because they say it's 30 years ago and and they don't acknowledge the original ghostbusters mm-hmm. but, but they say and acknowledge the original ghostbusters first thing in the trailer yeah it's, i i don't think it's as bad as the hatred that it earns it's similar to batman v superman Right. Uh, it earned a lot of hatred. Right. I I didn't like it, and I can say I didn't think it was as bad as that. So yeah. I think a lot of people are hopping on that. Mm-hmm. I, did you see that uh, uh, that John with uh, Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy, who is going to be in the new Ghostbusters, and she said yeah. she had watched the trailer and she had some hesitation about it. Like uh, this is not a very good trailer. Mm-hmm. And evidently, the editors or the the production team behind the trailer absolutely ignored hmm. her suggestions to change it. Whatever they're paying right. for it now. Right. I'm still going to see the movie. Yes, I am. Um, and uh, I'm in, going to see Slimer mostly. In the spirit of Ghostbusters coming to the theater, uh, there are a lot of theaters that are going to be playing the original Ghostbusters. That I'm excited about. Again, I would be like they put, you know, again, rest in peace, Prince. They're mm-hmm. showing Purple Rain in theaters. Yeah. So they 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 are willing to bring back an old movie. Yeah. You know, when it becomes relevant. Beloved. On June 8th will mark the 32nd anniversary of Ghostbusters. 32nd? 32. Yeah. 32. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And 750 movie theaters across the U.S. are going to be playing Ghostbusters on that day. And I think that is super cool because I love that movie. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's a, just a little fun little snippet, a little fun thing. Right. So mm-hmm. now... Um, there are some movies coming out that we're really excited about. Yes. A um, lot of them. you know, Captain America Civil War being one of those. Mm-hmm. Another movie that we're excited about is the new X-Men film. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about that? Or am I putting words in your mouth? I, I am excited about it. I have my reservations for the movie. The, mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse looks bonkers. Like, well, you know, I ain't watched one trailer. I forgot what I already saw. Yeah. Well, fair enough. But I, one of the things I really liked about First Class when they were reinventing the X-Men movies is uh, it was, I don't know, it felt like they had toned things down a little bit. And I really enjoyed seeing that take on the X-Men. And then Days of Future Past was pretty bonkers, but it was a lot of fun. Apocalypse is looking crazy. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that. Like, we got a lot of things in the pot right now. We're mixing up a lot of things. But I'm I'm excited because, um, you know, my my fiancé is in the movie 
I'm mm. excited to see her okay. perform as Psylocke. Very excited for her role. I was gonna say she's doing great. Who's your fiance is in the movie? Hey, shout out to because I have not met this. Woman. Shout out to my fiance to my to my partner in life. Really, uh, Olivia Munn. Thank you so much for listening and supporting me mm-hmm. and for giving me. Um, five stars and positive comments every in life day. every day <laughs> every day yeah so does she give you like actual physical stars like when you're a little kid like stick them on the piece of paper <laughs> yeah you don't see them there i got them i got them on my my lapel right yeah, just a little like like on your merit badge very inexpensive gold decal stars yeah every time i do a good deed but seriously, folks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because I love Olivia Munn. I'm excited to see this movie because she's in it. Yeah. So, I'll, yep. Sum me up. Well, so as far as the news about this, um, the guy, Ty Sheridan, the guy who's playing Cyclops, yeah. he has signed on for two more X-Men movies. <laughs> so I know we were talking about, well, in Hum- Humans is no longer... You know, on the you know the Marvel Studios list, yeah. is it possible that they might have been able to like work something out with it Fox to you know get get some maybe not yeah maybe not maybe not maybe yeah, who knows maybe maybe not but I, mean, what, I mean so what does this mean I think what it means is the one thing I liked about X X Men mm-hmm. they smoothly rebooted that thing yes they rebooted it really slickly like yes. they they used their the story to go oh we can just redo this and act like all the rest of stuff didn't really happen and yeah. kind of start over and have it all be part of the same story that's right and kind of right our wrongs in a sense so that's one thing but i think seeing spider-man mm. in captain america civil war gives us all hope like mm. Well, if they can work that out, come together. Maybe they can work out. I know X Men. Maybe know. they can work out Wolverine. Maybe they can work out Deadpool. Because the Russo brothers have been this week been saying a lot of people they'd like to see in the different movies. They said they want to see Wolverine. Yeah. They said they want to see Deadpool. They said, you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of stuff they want to do. So I think as a fan, hearing that there's two more movies, it's kind of like I would be more excited if I knew. The whole family was together. Yes. So hearing that there's more movies, unfortunately, makes me go, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it seems further away from what I really want. And that's a good point. That's a good it, it, This isn't surprising to me in any way because Fox, they're not a bunch of dummies. They're, they're going to make X-Men movies until they can't, right? For whatever reason that is, they will make these movies and they will make money until the end of time. So I'm not surprised in the least, but I, I agree with you. I would love to see things. I, w- I would love to see that gap get closed between studios and civil war. Captain America three civil war is getting so much praise, such incredible critical reception. Okay. It's, I promise it's going to make ridiculous amounts of money. It's already charting as like, it's remember. I think we said a couple episodes back that Batman v Superman was one of the biggest, yeah. you know, pre-sales on Fandango. Yeah. So now Captain America Civil War has officially beaten them. Oof. Passed them already. So that's just it. I mean, like the, the Russos who are directing Civil War and the other Captain America movies. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying, you know, we, we want to put characters in our movies that we don't have access to. Maybe the success of this movie and the consistent success of their movies is going to change things. I think Spider-Man is going to be like the, 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 the tipping point. Well, I think if this movie does really well, Oh wait, hold on the thwipping point. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Thwip. 
<laughs> you get it, Quip? <laughs> like you say it again, huh? Right? It's, it's a Spider-Man. You joke. must not have heard me. That's why was, you're not saying anything. It's that Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, that was super funny. Excellent work. Way, way to go! You just praise yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Good job, Adam. Every once in a while, I got to put a little star on my lapel. Yeah. Right there, you go. Yeah. Um. But I think once Captain America. Civil War comes out, Spider-Man's in there, and then Spider-Man Homecoming, if and when that comes out and does well, I think that will kind of give them a leg to stand on to go, hey, hey, Mm -hmm. look what we can do. Come on. Mm -hmm. Like, let's make this work. Like, we've already done it over here. We can work together. You Mm -hmm. know, we're past the situation of give it back. Yeah. You know, so now we've shown that we can play nice. Yes. So let's work together. Yes. Let's let's come together. Because the truth of the matter is, can you imagine? Think about it. Internet, Marvel Studios, um, Fox. Yeah. And, you know, everybody else, all the rest of the studios that are listening, thank you for five stars and a positive Really comment. appreciate, appreciate that. that. Um, just listen to me real quick. Can you imagine the moment in, in geekdom that you would create if you said, yep, we're connecting everything. X-Men is going to cross over with the Can Avengers. Can you imagine how big of a deal you can make out of that? I, I can imagine it. I the, the feeling that I had when I saw Spider-Man show up in the Civil War trailer will be... It, 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 it'll be exponential. Did we know that was happening before the visual came we out? We knew that it was happening. Okay. We knew that it was happening. How cool but, would it have been for no it to just happen and no, one's, no one knew it was coming? I have no idea how they would have pull that off, right. you know, given the internet, but yeah, that would have been unbelievable. I would have lost my mind. I like, still probably, right I will now? probably still lose my mind. Are you going to cry? I'm, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen to my face. <laughs> you can't expect me to predict the future. I'm going to the Riverview because I know that it is a place where you are just allowed to scream during mm-hmm. the movie. And that's what I will be doing. Probably. Okay. Just the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Clutching my, my chair. <laughs> I'm practicing. I'm just practicing my, uh, my, my voiceover reel is what I was doing. There you go. That's all. That's Perfect. All. Yeah. I'm so excited for that movie. But um, it would make a big deal if they if we combined it, I think. It would be major. Uh on the on the on on the note that Ty Sheridan is doing two more movies as Cyclops, presumably. Um, that's not the only person who signed on to do more movies as the same character. Robert Downey Jr. has gone on record and said he thinks he has one more Iron Man in him. Hey. One more. I know. One more solo Iron Man, I right. should say. So I mean I I guess that's what you have to do, right? Like if you if you're doing really well, you're riding high right now with Civil War. He's in Civil War prominently, mm-hmm. and he would do another one. Well, we don't know what happens in Civil War, but in True. him saying that, I think you know that kind of lets us know that he'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, I'd like to see another Iron Man movie. Yeah, I'd be in. Yep, same, same, same. So, um, one of my movies that I really enjoyed from last year was it last year. I think John it was Wick. two years ago. Okay. Well, John Wick. I love John like, Wick. John Wick was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So Keanu Reeves being a new action movie. When I heard about it coming out, I was like, eh, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna go see it. Sure. I had nothing else to do. It was really on a kind of a shoulder shrug kind of thing. Yeah. Man. Amazing. I went to go see that. I was like, yo. So good. This is great. Give yeah. me more of this. <laughs> like, especially. 
the fight scenes, the combat fight scenes, scenes the incredible. hand-to-hand combat, and and also like the 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 gun combat. Like, yeah, it's it's weird to praise a movie for the gun combat, but the gunplay was in the this tactical was gunplay. Awesome. It was so awesome. It was different. It wasn't like just like hold the gun out and just like ring off a bunch of shots. It was very very calculated. It, it was, was almost like a martial art. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was very excited when I found out that the guys who helped with the action scenes in John Wick helped out with the action scenes in Captain America. That's right. I was like, oh, well, I'm even more excited. Yeah. Because I do think a lot of the action scenes in in our Marvel movies are... Or even in our superhero movies, are very biff boom powish. They're not always you know very I mean? good. They're not very like. Again, they're not choreographed, tactical. You know, they're not something where it's like because there's an art to doing a fight scene. Yeah. Like now, Daredevil, those fight scenes are like standouts yeah. in what Marvel has done. Yeah. Because they go out of their way to go, yo, we're gonna give you, you know, a kung fu. Because that's what we loved about kung fu movies. Yeah, the boom, bam, poop, pop, pop, boom, boom, boom. Like I, I think of uh, in in the beginning of Winter Soldier when Cap is fighting Batroc the Leaper. Mm-hmm. That fight scene, yeah, that was a good rule. That was a good one. And if we can get more stuff like that, I'm I'm all about that. And if we have fight scenes that look anything like John Wick in Civil War, um, that's fantastic. I mean, you have to imagine that's going to be that kind of fight scene, that kind of fight style with T'Challa. Woo! Fighting like Bucky, or like, what? I mean, that's gonna look so good. I haven't seen anything to do with T'Challa. No idea. No idea. I don't know. I don't even know how he moves. Don't know. Like, and I feel so good. Internet, do you hear me? I feel so good knowing that I'm gonna go in this movie tomorrow mm-hmm. and have not seen anything. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching trailers, you can't possibly imagine the feeling that I feel. <laughs> but it's not too late for you to join us. Yeah, congregation, doors are open. The doors of the congregation are open uh-huh. for you to join the blackout community. Uh, speaking of something that you are blacked out on right now. <laughs> uh, it, you say, speaking of being black. Speaking of being black. <laughs> not, what? Not like. Great no, transition, no, wait, Adam. That's not the right segue. No, I don't think I phrased You're that You're black. Correctly. I mean, uh, uh, black people. Uh uh, black. Watch out for black people. Wait, Wait no, I'm no, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a different thing. That was a different thing. Uh, the Batman Killing Joke coming out. Right, has a release date. Uh, you are no longer watching any footage to do with this. Mm-mm. Is that Done. correct? Done. Okay, so it is officially coming out August second. Yep, that's soon. Yeah, that is not far from now. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um, or so are you gonna make a, are we gonna make an event out of this or what? I would love to do that. I mean, it's not coming out into the theaters, so no, no, we, we would actually like, have to. Uh, we'll do something for it. We'll get together. We'll watch the movie. We do a one shot. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because it'll probably come out on iTunes, right? Yeah, yeah. I have little doubt. I, I don't know if they'll do the physical. Who who does physical releases? You know, I really I really don't buy physical. Uh, I don't anymore. anymore. It's all digital for me. Yeah. The only thing I buy physically is comics and figures. Yeah. And my wife is like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, eh-eh. can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Eh-eh. Eh-eh. So, all right. So, um, staying with Batman news, we know that there's going to be a Batman solo movie. Yes. That's coming out. We don't, know, we don't know when. We don't know what about. But word on the street is, again, word on the street that... Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns 
are rumored to have complete creative control. Which would be a good thing. Complete creative control. Yeah. Wow. I. How do you feel? Like, we say, oh, that's great. But, like, do we, does Young Metro trust? No. Ben Affleck and Jeff Jones? Young Metro doesn't trust this statement. I, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's possible. When you're using Batman, you're using that massive franchise. But it's Jeff Johns, though. I know you're using... He's I, got a big... He plays a big role in DC. It's it, he, he is DC. Yeah. And, and I, I understand that. But still, Jeff Johns is not the only stakeholder at DC. He's not the only person who's going to make money or lose money. They're not going to lose money. But I... I don't know. To say they have complete creative control, I just don't buy that. I think the sentiment is correct, and they're saying we are going to have them make this movie, and we trust them to make the best movie ever. But no, there's no way. This company is too big. The franchise is too large. It's not like there would be a time where they turn they can turn virtually anything in. You know, there's things that would be shut down. Well. I guess that makes sense. So when you say complete creative control, complete yeah. means complete. Complete doesn't mean pretty much. Complete yeah. means complete. So I can understand how, because what that would allude to is that they have no overseer. They Correct. have no one to answer to. Correct. They have no like producer who yays and nays things. Like I believe they'll, they will have an editor and someone who is making sure this is legit. You're making a movie that is a Batman movie right. and it's not absolutely demolishing Batman. Yeah. I, I think what this is more than anything else, it's a sign of comfort. It's a signal of trust. These okay. are the people that we trust to make the best Batman movie. Yeah. We're going to let them do it. I'm hearing that they're going to be putting a lot of Batman's rogues gallery in this. Oh, really? I'm hearing that they're going to pretty much just bring as many of the bad guys in as possible. Not necessarily like he's going to fight them all, but they can't just have speculation. I just like want them to be black in gate yeah. kind of thing. Like you'll see a bunch of them. I'm so you'll engage with, with a this. bunch of them. Cause this is what we want. Yeah. If you're a Batman fan, that's what you want. You yeah. want to see Batman go up against the Rose gallery. Yeah. And a lot of times in the movies, what we see in the past is Batman takes on one just one, guy. just one. You know what I'm saying? Now we don't want to have a Spider-Man three situation where you have too many people going on, right? Venom so, and Sandman and uh, New Goblin, yeah, Ugh. and Rhino and yeah, you know what I mean? And Electro and Jamie Foxx is in there, yeah. you know, and Ray Charles. Wait, hold on a second. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Ray shows up, right? So, but um, yeah, I, I do like the idea of like, hey man, we're just gonna. You know, we're really going to give the, the fans what they want. There are a lot of rumors circulating around this new Batman movie coming up. I, I heard the uh, opening scene of the movie. Uh, it's going to be um, a family walking out of a movie theater in okay. an alley. Interesting. And they had just seen Zorro. Mm. A guy stops him in the alley. Mm -hmm. um, What's the guy's name? Future. <laughs> he's like i, I guess heard, he doesn't I heard, trust. I heard you i heard you and uh, young metro but have some conversations i get he thomas he doesn't martha he doesn't trust the way out of this bruce he doesn't trust the waynes yeah uh look if if this movie does not have that scene or flashback to bruce's parents being killed 
automatically it'll be my favorite Batman movie. You know it's going to have all I know. Of I know. I know. You know it. They're going to put Uncle Ben in there. They're going to kill Uncle Ben. They're going to... They're just going to throw... How did Uncle Ben get involved in this? Throwing all these origins in there. Yeah. They're going to have radioactive spiders in it <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, which go... Actually, that's not, a, that's not a direct segue, but you said you had something you want to talk about on the show today. About something about comics that you don't like. Yeah, that you is correct. Talk about this now? Yeah. I Okay, so here's the thing. I'm I'm reading... Captain America 75th anniversary issue from a few weeks back. I was reading that over the weekend. And that that book is very thick and it's actually been stalling me reading a lot of other books because every time I sit down to pick it up and read it and I'm, I I don't get all the way through. It's not as compelling as I need it to be. So I just sit and I, I haven't read other books. I'm just stuck on this one. But in that book something that strikes me uh is something that I see in a lot of Comics in a lot of comics, Octavius mm-hmm. in many of them, mm-hmm. and it's the opening panel. We we have our protagonist, and that person says, "In this case, my name is Sam Wilson, and I'm Captain America." Okay, all right, do that for virtually any superhero comic. My name is Miles Morales, and I'm Spider Man. Why do you think my name I, is Danny Rand? Why do you think I announced myself in the beginning of this show the way I did? <laughs> Where do you think I got that from? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you think that comes from? Okay, but look. Hello and welcome to My Name Is, I Am. We don't keep we don't keep the same continuity as a narrative, right? That's a you know, continuity. We, we have some, we have some in jokes and stuff, you know, yeah. we, we, we relate to uh, previous issues and that sort of thing. Right. You know, we have right. some fun, we have some laughs, right? We have some fun, but if I'm picking up issue three of a Captain America book, mm-hmm. do I need to start the issue with you narrating who you are and what superhero you are. If somebody pressed play on Compact Junto episode 19, are they going to know who Adam Jet Fuel Tetris is? Just by his voice? Uh, if if they, this do, is the only one that they've they listened to? Or do they need me to announce you? Well, yeah, the announcement Are they going to know who Octavius A. Newman is? Are they going to know that I'm the creator of Bear Fruit? Well, for, okay, first and foremost, they already know us. We're the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> the second thing is, again, <laughs> oh, I, I have to reiterate, <laughs> we, we, we model off of a different kind of continuity. Mm-hmm. And my, my situation is this. Comic books are short pieces of media for the most part. Mm-hmm. These, these single issues are, are pretty small. Do you need to waste a bubble, a panel with somebody narrate, narrating who you are? What would Stanley say? Excelsior. Besides that. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry about that. True believers. <laughs> I don't know. He I, would say that every comic book is somebody's first. Okay. I, I understand that every comic book is You're not trying to hear it. Internet, you're like, not trying to look, hear it. Look, hold up, hold <laughs> up. To I'm, picking up I'm picking up <laughs> Spider-Man. And it, I don't care what number Spider-Man it is. It Spider-Man on the cover. <laughs> I know this is Spider-Man. And look, I wonder what this book is about. The interior- <laughs> Let me take the first page to explain. <laughs> says Black Widow on the cover. What's this uh, about? I should probably make sure that I say my name in every panel. Look, they also have the page in the front that gives you the synopsis of the story. And in that synopsis, I'm looking at Black Widow number three right now. In the upper right-hand corner, it says Natasha Romanova is an ex-KGB assassin, yada, yada, yada. It's her intro. He's ex-KGB. So, you know, this is is a fine example of an issue that does not do this, Mm -hmm. but this is a trope I see far too often. I am so tired of the lazy intro. Give me, just start this with a bang. With a gunshot. Something. 
Just blow somebody's head off. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just I want to see more creative ways to start an issue of a comic book as opposed to someone always saying, my name is Peter Parker and I'm Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I know. And like, why do all of you say it like that? Are you in? An, you want to see? You want to see something? <laughs> Hello, my name is Peter Parker. I'm Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Radioactive oh, Spider. Hi, Peter. Hi. Um, I am here with the Avengers, and I, you know, like to hang around. I'm really just happy to be here. Yeah, nice um, to meet you guys. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the uh, Captain America Three uh, Civil War. I feel like my appearance in that movie is kind of the tipping point, or I'm sorry, the thwipping point, if you will, for cameos in films. Thwip? Did you get that? By the way, my name is Peter Parker. <laughs> I'm Spider Man. It, it makes me very frustrated, Doc, because I, I hear you. I hear we, you. we, we're working on a, a tight budget for words and images in these stories, and I keep feeling like. Is this the only way we know how to launch into the story? There's, there are better ways. Why do we do this? For me, I feel like it's a writer's block thing. Like a writer is working on an issue, doesn't know. Like you don't think it's, you don't, don't think even it's know like where some to go. Heritage, right like some, because I really believe there's a point of it that's heritage. Yeah, that's kind of like this is how we do it. Mm. And I'm not mad because you know I'm all about going against the you know grain and doing it better. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. You know, I get what you're saying. But I do think there is a point of it's it's a it's a it's comfortable for the for the reader and for because I'm that that's why I use the example. If I started this podcast for people who've been listening now, uh-huh. if I started and I was just like, "Sup, y'all? All right, news." You guys would be like, "What? Yeah, sure, like, sure, sure, is, sure." Wait a minute, but we can find a different way to intro. And you know, for us, we have intro music. Right. Mm-hmm. Our intro music is a part of this show starting. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we don't have intro music for a comic. So oh, I understand. Should, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen to music sometimes. So you like the comics. cards, you open them up and then they're playing music <laughs> oh, on the no. inside. So you open oh, up the comic book no. <laughs> and it's just like playing music everywhere. You just crack open Blackwater 3. If young Metro don't just, uh, <laughs> and it's just Natasha walking through the streets. Beautiful yeah. morning. Like, I do want to be liberated. I, I. What if you just open up? It's like panda, panda. Wait, <laughs> you close it, and you open. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I would read that, but I would like, oh god, I wouldn't read you that. You said you wanted to start off with something new. <laughs> you start off with that. We have gone way off the rails. Who knows what we've talked about anymore? You know what though? You know, look, th- this is funny. <laughs> this is funny and everything, but I Page wouldn't. One. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a fresh take. You wouldn't mind des- designer. I'm not saying it's jumping be, out at you. I'm not saying it has to be designer, and I'm not saying that it should be audio because I don't want to open that in a public place and have somebody come over. You trying to tell me if me designer does his little ad lib when yeah. you open up the newest issue? Yeah. Of Power Man and Iron Fist. That'd be amazing. That'd be like, wow, they went for it. That, well, I would be really like, trying to get oh, in wow. touch with the hip hop community. Oh, wow. Yeah, this was, okay, this was an they interesting, went for it. this was an interesting follow up because he only has one song right now. And this was the second thing he did. <laughs> this was the second thing he did. Nice. Good on you, designer. Oh, man. I'm, I want a new intro. Get creative with your intro. I, I really want to get flung right into it. I, I wish we didn't always have to do the staple. You're right. It's probably a piece of heritage. It's a trope that we uh, are aware of, mm-hmm. beloved to some. I'm exhausted of it. 
Wait till virtual reality comic books. <laughs> Dump a bucket of water on your head if you're going to see Batman v Superman. Can you imagine? Because virtual reality is going to get into comics one day. Oh, yeah, without a it's doubt. It's going to change the way we read comics. It's without gonna a doubt. Be, it's going to be like, I have no clue what that's going to look like, but our kids will be like, Dad, this is dumb. Yeah. We'll be like, son. Back in my day, I had to hold my iPhone. I could with get two a, hands. I, yeah, <laughs> I was liable to get a paper cut, which is why I bought an iPad. Right. Back in my day, I had to hold things. Back in my day, I actually had to tap on the apps. I had a home button on mine. <laughs> Dad, what are hands for? Because I don't have to use mine. Everything's just on my eyeball now. <laughs> right. What do you use hands for? Just look my eyes up. Well, and things to do what son, to do. they're vestigial structures that we used to use uh, in the 21st century. Well, sir, uh, we used to use our hands. <laughs> and uh, you see, what we did with them was we picked things up and put them down. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. So last piece of the news, we spent 85 minutes cracking jokes. That's correct. And talking about designer. <laughs> Let's get into this uh, Star Wars, um, <clears throat> not Star Wars, Star Trek's George Takai. Yes. If you don't know who George Takai is, he played Mr. Su- is it Su? I don't know. I'm not a Trekkie. No? No. All right. Anyway, well, those of you who wow. are, this was, this was when everything came undone. <laughs> Forgive me. Hey, listen, we're 19 years old. We're in college. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just finding out about Star Trek right now. Old. We're doing whatever we want to do. Can't nobody tell us nothing. Um, but anyway, Star Wars, uh, again. Dang. <laughs> Star Trek's one. George Sakai. Um, had some things to say about this whole Doctor Strange situation. So, in short, he kind of agreed with what I was saying last week about saying this was a red herring. He yeah. actually used those exact words. Yes. He called it a red herring. Yeah. And in so many words, he says, Marvel must think we're all idiots, must think we're we're, we're pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, what he's referring to, listeners, if, if you haven't listened to our, our most recent episode, is Marvel pointing out that... The Ancient One, Tilda Swinton, is playing the Ancient One in the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. Marvel is quick to say the Ancient One is a mantle, a title. It's not a character. So we made a Celtic Ancient One. It's Tilda Swinton. And a lot of us over here, your your, uh, your friends here at Comic Book Junto and George Sakai, we're calling BS on that. It's I agree. That's not enough. Yeah. That is not enough. Yeah, he's 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 saying like he's not trying to hear it. Like at the end of the day, you know, we're really not seeing Asian people who are represented in media. And that's what this is really about. Like for you to come to the conclusion like, oh, there's this issue. So we made him a white woman. It's like, no, you made him a white woman because you feel like that's going to be a more acceptable thing yeah. to audiences. And he's uh, George is up in his Facebook comments. He's responding to people mm-hmm. like he is. He has decided to take a stance on this and treat it like his full time job. And he's saying that he's this just is, spitting wisdom. He's saying that, look, like this has been going on for years. This isn't a Marvel situation. This isn't a this one-time situation. This has been going on for years. Like, name the last Asian lead in an American big, big, big budget American movie. Uh, like, I can't, I can't I'm, name. I it. mean, I'm, I'm thinking of Jackie Chan movies or when Jet Li was big, right? Martial arts movies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Things yep. like that. But I'm, yep. but non stereotypical oh we need it because that's the thing oh we need an asian guy for this yeah you know what i'm saying maybe lucy Liu, uh charlie's angels kill bill 
but a lot of lead. Yeah, a lot a lot of times they're like partners. Yeah. A lot of times they're like passenger roles, but they're not they're not leading the charge. So like yeah. even as I was chatting with somebody on Twitter over the last week, I said that at the end of the day, what I'm saying is this is a missed opportunity. Yes. Good hey, to represent. Great way to say that. It's a missed opportunity. You know, I'm not going to jump off a bridge here and say <laughs> what it is and what it isn't. But what I'm saying is, look, man, Danny Rand in Marvel's Iron Fist is an opportunity for you to tell a new story. Yeah. It's a new, we've heard this story already. Why don't you take this as an opportunity to tell a new story? Look, the ancient one is an opportunity for you to tell a, a story from the Asian perspective. No, yeah. we replace them. We replace that with an Asian woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm seeing these as missed opportunities to tell these different stories. Because when you look at media, and we've said this many times, and again, every podcast is somebody's first. So I'm not going to assume you've heard this before. Yes. What my position is, and Adam can speak for himself, what my position is, the world is crazy diverse. Yes. Super diverse. When you walk outside, everybody is not white, straight, and male. That's yeah. not the world we live in. Mm -hmm. When you walk, when you look at TV, what do you see? You see a lot of that. White, straight, male. Like, that's what you see all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if it's not white, straight, male, you see a lot of white, 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 and white. Yeah. So what we're saying is, what we're advocating for is, we need diversity. We need to an accurate representation of the world we live in. We need people of color and stories from and about people of color to be normalized. They're yeah. normal. They're no big deal. It's not an exception to see, you know, like an Asian woman playing a role about an Asian woman. But like we right. don't need Scarlett Johansson to come in and let's normalize this for, for America. Because that's the way I'm taking it. It's like, ooh, the ancient one? Ah, that's going to be sticky. Let's normalize it by making it a white woman. Yeah. yeah, they're cool. They'll be able to swallow that. Right. Ooh, we're going to do Ghost in the Shell? Ah, let's normalize it by making it a white woman. Yeah, they'll be able to... T no, no, no. We need to normalize the fact that it's an Asian man, and this is going to be an Asian woman, and... And there's, a, there's this whole argument about money and how you get projects greenlit and it, you only can put, uh, you can only get money for a project if you have these big stars because it, it, then it gets the people with the money to say, okay, yeah, this is going to make me my money back. But again, it's about normalizing this. We have to do this incrementally. We need to make it so that is not present. Like you, that can't be an excuse we fall back on at all times. To, to put a cap on it, I actually want to use George Takai's words himself. He, he wrote in his post when he was writing about his distaste for what Marvel had released as a, as a, like a, I, I guess the response to the controversy, uh, George says, you remember that Hollywood has been casting white actors in Asian roles for decades now, and we can't keep pretending that there isn't something deeper at work here. If it were true that actors of Asian descent were offered choice roles in films, these arguments might prevail, but there has long been standing practice of taking roles that are originally Asian and rewriting them for white actors to play, leaving Asians invisible on the screen and underemployed as actors. This is a very real problem, not an abstract one. It is not about political correctness. It is about correcting systemic exclusion. Swallow that. Mic drop. Meditate on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, listen, guys. Listen. Listen, listen. You know, take it in. Chew on it. Consider it. 
even if it's a perspective that's not yours, even if you don't see it that way, take a moment, quiet your mind, quiet your heart, and take in what he just said and go, okay, let me chew on that for a second before I respond and go, let me see if I can get where he's coming from. Even if I don't agree or I don't see it that way, let me see if I can get where he's coming from. <clears throat> and yes, George Takai played Mr. Sulu. I was Mr. Right. Sulu. Yeah. And look, I, I'm not trying to prescribe like any kind of perspective or, or how anybody should think about anything. Like, I'm not even saying like, this is the thing that you got to do, but I mean, you know, reading George Takai's words on this and an Asian actor speaking on behalf of this, I, mean, I feel this. I mean, I, this, I'm glad he said this. Yeah. He's in a position where he can use his voice. I'm happy to boost that signal. Uh, I, I want to see a day where this is not a problem that we have to talk about. Yeah. Cause I mean, it does. I mean, and I, and I will tell you, man, like as I've gotten older, it's become more and more apparent to me. Like I look at TV, I look yeah. at commercials, yeah. I look at movies, I look at publications, I look at magazines, I look at people of power and people of prominence, people who are praised and people are propped up. That was a lot of peace. Um, I like that. I like and, that. And the large majority of them are white. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's not, that's not true. It's almost like that's a lie. I saw a, a tweet. Uh, I think it was over the weekend. I saw a tweet where this guy writes, me in 2008, oh, awesome movie, me now. The subliminal messages in this movie promote the idea of racial hierarchy, sexism, <laughs> and glorified violence. Right. And it was like, once you have an idea, once you have this awareness for the, the mechanisms at work under something, you change the way that you look at those things. It doesn't mean that you can't appreciate them. Right. It doesn't mean that you can't have a fun time and enjoy it, but it means that you, you see the underpinnings of what's taking place. Then I'm going to go see Captain America Civil War tomorrow, and I'm going to enjoy it. And at the same time, I'm going to be aware that the majority of people in this movie are white. Yep. Um, and you, when you go watch it, I challenge you to come back and tweet me different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go watch Batman v Superman. Understand the majority of people on the screen are white. Yeah. And go watch Doctor Strange and go watch, unless it's a black thing or a Latino thing or an Asian thing. And we love those things. Like, those are great. We like those and we're not anti those, but I'm just saying like blackish, we need blackish. We need fresh off the boat. We yeah. need um, TV shows that are prominently featuring uh, people of color. Right. Not white families. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So two more, two more stories. Speaking of um, opportunities, first look at Danny Rand. From the Iron Fist movie, <laughs> yeah, you know it's it, the the TV show you mean Iron Fist TV show. Uh, the, he he's looking like the Big Lebowski. He looks like the dude from the Big Lebowski. Mm -hmm. his, his hair is all over the place. His uh, facial hair is all over the place. By the way, it, it it is not beyond me that we're talking about that topic most recently of uh, uh, white actors and Asian actors and and people taking roles that maybe they shouldn't have and we should have different performers for these roles. And mm -hmm. then the thing that we sink mm -hmm. into is iron fist. Um, again, it's possible to enjoy these things while still being very critical yeah. of these things. And you're supposed to look, if you haven't noticed by loud now, listen to this podcast. We don't just go, ah, this is fantastic. Oh my God. Ah, Iron Man. Ah. Like we don't do that. Yeah, like no. we do that. But at the same time we go, Hmm. Yeah. Like that's what our podcast is. Like in that, cause that's who Adam and I are. So we look at this and go, wow, Iron Fist. We go, Hmm, Iron Fist. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. So when you see these pictures, what, like, what do you, what are your thoughts? Uh, 
That's not much to look at yet. Yeah, but right now there's not very much for me to look at. When we're talking about a superhero TV show, the thing that I want to see, the thing that I get interested in is the suit. That's it, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can show me a picture of Tony Stark in in a uh, smoking jacket and he looks sharp and I'm like, okay, it's, it's, it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Show me the suit. Show me the Iron Man's outfit. I'm like, now, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. So until we get to see some of those shots for the upcoming Iron Fist show, I, it doesn't really affect me. I'm like, yes, in fact, they are shooting this. Yeah. It's just, here's the guy. My thing that I really want to see um, is I want to see him move. Yeah. Because you know, like him do some I want to see how he motions. moves. Yeah. Yeah, because... Like these photos, he looks kind of awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way he's standing. True. And you know, you can catch a photo of anybody anytime and have him look awkward. Yeah. But not me though. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fly at all times. <laughs> you know, like people talk about how Prince for years, there's never been a bad picture of him. Yeah. Like it'd be six in the morning and he'll be like looking like he's about to go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like looking perfect. Um, but yeah, I want to see him move. I want to see him like, cause he's a martial artist. So. I want to see how this goes. Yeah. Last thing, Punisher TV series. Yes. Officially coming to Netflix. Yeah, it's happening with John Bernthal. Like yes. It, it is. This is continuing out of Daredevil season two. Sign me up. You feel good about it? Very good. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I loved him in Daredevil season two. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm, I'm on nope. the fence. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Punisher is not my favorite character from the jump. He's he's just not he's not my greatest interest. Mm-hmm. I know there's a new Punisher book out today. We talked about doing that for book of the week. Yeah, I did pick it up though. It's just it, it's not necessarily my favorite thing. I don't live for that. And I thought John Bernthal was good as the Punisher. We haven't really talked much about Daredevil season two, but it felt kind of flat for me. You didn't like Daredevil season two? Not on the whole. I uh, thought it was better than the, season one. Really? Yeah. That's, that's the sort of thing that we're going to need to get into, but I, it felt, it felt pretty flat for me. I, I didn't like it as much as I liked the first season. And I want to see way more action, way more depth, way more nuance coming from Frank Castle before I get excited about, the you Frank don't feel Castle like you show. saw nuance from Frank? No. What TV show were you watching? Oh shoot, I was watching the wrong show. All right, we can't get into this right now. <laughs> we need to do <laughs> no. It's it, that's a, that's a whole separate thing, but and that's a whole thing that we will get into. And honestly, what I want to see is I, I would like to see him get a show in the sense that he has more opportunity to breathe. He he is now the star of the show, Frank Castle's story. We're going to spend a lot of time with him, but. Right now, I'm not all that interested. I wasn't super impressed by the show. Yeah. This dude is wild. <laughs> hey, we're bringing contrast uh, opinions. Dude is freaking crazy. To the table. You are crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like a fox. Yeah. Crazy like a fox. All right. Internet, short short time on our show yeah. this week. That's right. We're going to go right into our pull list. Then we're going to go into our book of the week. And then we are going to have to keep it moving because... Adam's got somewhere to go. That is correct. And on the docket coming up next time we record. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Next time we record, I'm, I'm excited to feature a new origin story wow. for Metro Boomin. Wow. Uh-huh. And that one's coming to us from at that site guy. 
Uh, that site guy, we've, we've done Ask CBJ with you uh, on the show before. We love that you tune into the show. I love that you have sent us some original work, the origin for Metro Boomin' uh, and why young Metro doesn't trust anybody. And why future has an itchy trigger finger. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, I'm loving what he sent. I'm loving this. And <laughs> uh, along those lines, he sent an email. And this is my favorite part. It says, I was laying out panels, but I can't draw. So it's like, <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got into it. Show me those panels. Follow through. These empty boxes. And I had to hire somebody to put bring this thing together. Yeah. You yeah. do your part, somebody else do the other part. So uh, I'm excited to take a look at that next week we're, we're gonna we're gonna observe that give it a little room i need to digest that first mm-hmm. yeah uh on the pool list because it is star wars day i picked up poe dameron number two i'm very excited about that i really enjoyed the first one mm-hmm. i picked up what's in the egg what's in the egg oh yeah yeah so the 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 whole thing was him flying into that canyon yeah to find that like egg mm-hmm. i like this i like them showing us new characters my favorite part of this is Poe having this whole like X-Wing squadron. That's cool as hell. All I want to do is be an X-Wing pilot. <laughs> that That's it. That's it. You might die. Yeah, well, everybody's gone to someday. <laughs> I picked might up well go into the next week. <laughs> Captain America number nine, uh, Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is back. Uh, notable on the cover of this issue, Red Wing, Sam Wilson's hawk, is wearing like a jetpack of some <laughs> variety. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold Talk up, to me about hold this. Up. Why does a bird yeah. need a jetpack? That's a great question. Or are those rockets? I mean, maybe it's a rocket launcher. Yeah, it can't be a jetpack because that's just redundant. <laughs> well, maybe it just helps them fly faster. I'm, nah. I don't know. I haven't really thought too hard about it. And our book of the week, Black Widow number three, which I'm very excited to get into. What do you got? You got a lot of books on this stack. Got The Walking Dead, 154. Mm. Daredevil slash The Punisher, number one. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 3. Punto uno. Okay. That's what it says. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. It really does. Moon Knight number two, which I enjoyed Moon Knight from last last month. The Punisher number one. I had to get it. And I got it specifically because I was so moved by Punisher from Daredevil and Black Widow number three. Yeah. Have you cracked into Punisher number one? Becky I read Clooney? a little bit of it. Yeah. I haven't gotten all the way through, so I can't have a real opinion yet. I flipped through the pages uh, as, I, as I want to do, and it is a gory. Yes. It is a gore festival. You like that kind of stuff. I don't. Yeah, you do. I'm, I'm, I'm weak. I'm don't weak. be modest on the podcast. I'm Adam. weak. Be honest. My, 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 the contents of my stomach, like, ooh, ooh. it's not even that actually, you know what? It's my, it's my empathy. I'm like, like man, irritable, irritable, oh, you man, sure it's not irritable bowel syndrome? It looks like that hurts that guy. Yeah, it hurts. I feel bad for that guy. He doggone right. <laughs> don't watch the UFC. No, I can't watch that. I, you don't like, watch the UFC? No, because I've broken bones before, and I know what it feels like, and I don't need to see other people do that. But you I, can watch WWE, though. Yeah, but that's, you know, it's choreography. Like, it's, it's improv fighting. Not that many broken bones taking place. Still happening, but not that many bones. Only a few. Yeah, only a few. All right, so. Black Widow, number three. Book of the week, Black Widow, number three. Listen, guys, we're going into spoiler territory. If you had not read the book, first of all, let me apologize. I misspoke. I said the book of the week this week was going to be Black Panther yeah. number two. I was looking at the wrong week. My bad. I actually spoke to some people who were like, I'm in the comic book store 
and it's not here. So yeah. that's my bad. See, what happened is Octavius, understandably, Octavius confused uh, one black character for another black character, <laughs> the black widow with right. the black. And, it, you know, I'm, I'm right. just going to give you a pass. I'm telling you that I'm, I'm, I, I'm an ally uh-huh. and I'm just going to give you a pass. I understand how that happened. Yeah. I'll hold it against you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Anytime. It's good to know that I have you in my corner. Hashtag woke. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Way to be woke, Adam. Thanks. But yeah, we're getting in spoiler territory. If you have not read this book, pause this, read the book, buy it digitally through the Marvel app, or get someone else's digital code who has bought the book, or go buy the book from your local comic book store. Support your local comic book store. Yeah. But either way, read it, then hit play, because we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Adam, gut reactions. Gut reaction. Black Widow 2, we did not talk about on the show, but it was it was terrific. I really enjoyed Very, it a lot. Yeah. Black Widow 3 continues the quality. I'm so impressed by the way this book looks and feels and flows. Yeah. This book has movement. Fun to read. It is very fun to read. Very beautiful. It It is me want to be an illustrator. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I'm very struck by with this book is the lack of dialogue doesn't mean there's not direction and narrative. You can tell there's a lot of writing, even though there's no written word. Uh Uh-huh. Very few written words. Um, it, I mean, it's it's so much fun to look at every single panel. I could go back and look at the panels, the facial expressions, the Great people shading. in the background, the colors. Everything works about this book. And one of the things that I like the most about it is how little I know about Black Widow and how much fun I'm having spending some time with this character right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really enjoyable. It's not hard for me to really get into this, even though I, I don't know very much about it. I like the way they played with the past and the present and the way uh, they showed, you know, almost like ghostly images uh, of things that were happening in the past, mm-hmm. even in the scene as, as Natasha is walking into a room and remembering what happened in that room so many years ago. Everything about this book works for me. I, I really love it. I really, really love it. How about you? So I loved it, especially the artwork. Yeah. The artwork was really fun to look at. The shading, the colors, um, it's just like Daredevil was. You know what I mean? Like, because this is the same like creative team, the writer and the illustrator. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's so Mark Wade and Chris Samney. They brought that same vibe to this, and it's like I will follow this vibe places. Yeah, um, and it makes it really fun for me to hear stories told through, you know, these creative creative people one of so. my favorite panels in this book uh is in the beginning when natasha is trying to get lost and she knows that people are trailing her mm-hmm. and she's trying to disappear and she's passing a storefront window and there's this mannequin wearing an outfit it's like a department store of some variety and in one scene we see her passing that window and the next one it's looking out from the window and the mannequin that was wearing clothes is no longer wearing clothes and then we flip to the next scene and Natasha is wearing that outfit. You know what? She just snuck in, snuck out. Didn't even peep that till you just pointed that out. That really got me. Didn't like, even see. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the, what's fun about comics. Yeah. And this is what's fun about sharing the experience with somebody else. Yeah. Because you just brought another level of joy to this that I didn't even know was there. Yeah. She totally was getting tailed. Cause So let's tell you a little bit about the story. Uh-huh. So long and short, Black Widow, Natasha, she's a beast. Yep. Issue one. She steals from something from Shield, jumps out the freaking helicarrier. Yeah, right. Issue two, somebody's trying to kill 
Agent Hall, is it? Hill. Hill? Maria Hill. Maria Hill? Yeah. Um, And, you know, she stops it. That's right. Ultimately, she gets captured because the whole deal was they made Black Widow think that she was there to save someone because the hit was Hill. It was really her. The reality is Widow was the target. Right. So Widow's the target. She gets kidnapped. The lion. Weeping lion. Weeping lion basically says, look, you got to do a job for me or I'm going to expose this stuff about you. Something about you that is going to ruin you forever. Right. So I'm curious about like, I mean, I remember the movies and and Scarlett Johansson says a lot. I I have a lot of red on my ledger. mm -hmm. You know, she, she clearly is. She's weighed down by her past. Right. But we know a lot about that. And I feel like most of the Avengers and superheroes know about that. So what is on her? Because even she was talking a lot of trash, and she was like, "Man, you ain't got no power over me." But then when he when he when the weeping lion showed her the files, he was like, "Yo, how you get where you get this from?" Yeah. So it was something that made her agree. So we find out ultimately that's pretty much was that what she was stealing from Shield? Uh, it's a great question. Okay. Don't know because we don't know. Anyway, no, that wasn't. We, what we she know was, very little. That wasn't what she was saying from Shield. But anyway, so you know, she's out and about. These people are walking around. They're kind of giving her information in this crowd. So imagine you're walking one way in a large crowd, and as people are walking against the grain to you, they're talking to you, and different people are completing the sentence. Yeah. One person says one thing. Next person says we have a message. One person says from the weeping lion. Another person. You were to fly to Russia. One person says the catacombs of the red room. The other person. So like, like these this different is how she's people getting intel. are like sharing the information with yeah. her. You know. So it's dope. It's a really cool effect to see. Um, I, I, I liked it a lot. And, and you know, one of the things that we're seeing in this issue is. Natasha is remembering a place. She's remembering wh- where she trained. Right. So wherever they assassin. wherever they sent her was to the same place that she trained when to she be was a child. She and she's remembering a friend or maybe someone that she fought alongside of when she was a child, Anya. And uh, she's remembering that that girl in the past. And at the end of the issue, it appears that Anya. Is still a little kid somehow, inexplicably. Now and stabs her in the gut. Here's my question: Is this Anya that stabs her, or is this her that stabs her? Is it the widow? You mean? Yeah, because it seemed like the little girl had reddish hair. Yeah, it's it's a little bit confusing in terms of the color. Uh, I I say it's Anya, but at the same time. I could be wrong. The only reason I'm seeing Anya as uh, this girl's the flashbacks are done in red, mm-hmm. right? So Anya sort of has a tint red hair, and it seems like the the girl at the end has the same haircut and a tint of red hair, similar to Natasha. But I don't know. It it appears the, the reason I thought about that is it that makes that pretty creepy. She's remembering yes. this thing, yes, and it's in the past. It has gone away from her. But apparently, it is it's actually present somehow. Like, yeah. yeah, so that's it's 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 kind of scary to be confronted by your past in a corporal means like that, right? So, and she's in a bad way, man. She just got stabbed right in the gut. So she's out there. She's going after this thing that the weeping lion told her to get. She goes to the place. She encounters some bad guys. The bad guys start chasing her. She beats the bad guys up. Yeah. Then she's continuing to look, searching for whatever she's searching for, and then. Little baby Anya stabs mm-hmm. her in the stomach. So at the end of the book, you're like, "What? Huh? What? What's happening? What? What's going on?" Yeah. Turn the page. 
Want to find out what happens Wanna next? Want to find out what happens? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, fact, I do. As, about as much as one can. I'm, I'm, every time I finish one of these issues, I just want to jump to the next one. I'm, and that, that's a great way to tell a story, right? We, we have a little uh, snippet of, of the story that's being laid out, and I'm so excited to get to the next one. So uh, Wade, Samney, and Wilson, um, he's the colorist who did a lot of Daredevil, and he's doing the colors on this too. They're destroying this. They're, they're so good. They're so good. Great, great storytellers. I love this book, and I highly recommend it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, book of the week for... Um, next week, next week, T'Challa. We've got Black Panther number two. Uh huh. Um, we have contenders. Well, I mean, nothing that everybody else is reading. Okay. So, from what I'm seeing here, Batman Fifty Two is coming out. That's the end. Yeah. Of Scott Snyder, we we Rick will Kubo's we run. will likely talk about that, but maybe not Book of the Week. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they end it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no, con- nothing, nothing is contending with black Panther as far no. as I'm concerned. No. Um, also the fix number two is coming out next week. Oh yeah. The fix number one was excellent. I really enjoyed the fix number one. So I will be picking up fix number two. I found out today from the boys at the comic shop, the fix number one, the first print is worth like 15 bucks. It's in demand. Or were they making a movie out of it? TV show? I don't know. Probably. I could see how that could transfer over into a movie or a TV show. It's, it's terrific. It's a really great premise. And we're only one issue in. That's the same writer who's doing uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America right now, Nick Spencer. I like it a lot. So... That's it for this week. Uh-huh. Tomorrow, big day. Both of us are seeing Civil War. Oof. The blackout ends tomorrow. Listen, and if any of you guys are wanting to join the blackout community, oh, yeah. how, how, do, how do we, uh, where do we send our applications? Here's what you do. Or do you just ignore the those? trillium is inside of you? Oh, uh, you have to believe. All you have to do is stop watching all the freaking trailers. <laughs> Cover your ears, close your eyes, cuss people out who start trying to tell you spoilers. Oh wow, wow! Shot this people in the throat. That's what's the part. That's what it takes to be a part of this community. It's aggressive, it's real out here. Uh-huh. You gotta let people know you ain't playing. Yeah. No, but seriously, just stop reading reviews. Stop watching tra- after you watch the first trailer. Decide if you're gonna watch the movie after that. Nothing else. Yeah. Don't ask anybody else their opinion. Go see the movie as soon as you can because the internet does not respect your blackout. It's like an information diet. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And then go in. I'm telling you, it'll be a different experience. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. So going to see it tomorrow, 7 o'clock. What time are you going? I'm going at 1030. Uh, both of us are doing the IMAX thing. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. And very shortly after we see it, we'll be talking about doing a one shot. Yes. And we'll get that to you ASAP February 1st, 2000, as soon as we can. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, because I know everybody's going to be talking about it. Oh, yeah. So we'll have we'll be here to give you our opinions, and we're not going to hold anything back. No, we heard some positive feedback from our Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, a one shot. <laughs> my got... dad listened to that. By the he way, he did. Okay, what do you my, think? My, my father listened to that, and he sends me a text message, and he says, "I agree with Octavius." <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Dad, laughs> that's my. My pops. Yo. Dad. That's, did he really say that? My blood. Are you serious he right now? He truly said that. And I have a text message from him. He truly said that's that. That's so like, funny. Dog, I can't believe you right now. Really? Yeah. That's what I, thought, I thought of all people, your dad would be the one who wouldn't like it. I say because he, he and I both saw Man of Steel. Neither of us enjoyed Man of Steel. I, I kind of figured. I gave him a heads up. I was like, hey, warning. We have a lot of Man of Steel style stuff going on. It's real gritty. It's mm-hmm. grim. 
This is not your Boy Scout Superman that you like. Mm-hmm. This is not your Smallville. He's like, son, I'm not the man I used to be. I'm not. I'm no longer a Boy Scout either. Yeah, yeah. So point Octavius. Points. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel even better about my point. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Right. You're welcome. All right. So let's shut it down. Tell people where you can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me moping about my father betraying me <laughs> on Twitter and on Instagram at Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. How about you, man? I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing, at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. Find Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, at B3ARFRUIT. Go to bearfruit.com. Check out our, our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. This week on The Beautiful Struggle, episode 19, I have Ron Atkins, an illustrator who's drawn uh, from Marvel, the, the older Moon Knight mm-hmm. series that just ended um, before this new one started. He was Great illustrating work. that. Um, our album artwork that you're looking at on your phone or your computer, he illustrated that. Yeah. Um, Prophet or Earth War. He's done stuff for that. Just you know, he's incredible. Yeah, he's he's, he's excellent. Local Philadelphia native. Check him out. It's our other podcast. Um, if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. We are on Overcast. We are on Stitcher. We are on SoundCloud. You can subscribe on SoundCloud. Leave us comments too. Please talk back to us using hashtag Comic Book Junto. That's the official comic book junto hashtags so we can all kind of have the same conversation but if you have specific questions you want to ask us either hit us with ask cbj or comic book junto at barefruit.com mm-hmm. i think that about does it there it is at this point in time i'm going to bury my head in the sand i'm not going to hear anything or see anything about the movie that i'm seeing tomorrow keep your mouth shut uh-huh and i'm not coming out into the public until what Friday? So you're waiting to do it for the day before the movie to yeah. join the blackout. <laughs> did you're, I do it wrong? It's yes. Is it ever too late? It's not too late, but you did it wrong though. <laughs> Look, let me just watch like a couple more trailers nah, and I'm see you messing just, it up. Let me just have a couple candy bars, then I'm gonna stop. No, I can stop anytime I want. No, you can't stop anytime you want. <laughs> Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. Seize uh, the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Join fair enough. the blackout side. All right. Maybe right. we, we've run this as an experiment. I'll try this for a, a movie coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. All right. So internet, we love you. We appreciate you guys talking to us. Thank you for the feedback. Um, what I want to do next episode is I want to read off some of you guys that have left us five stars. We always crack jokes about that, yeah. but I want to read off some of them out loud just to show we how much we appreciate some you guys. fan appreciation, listener yeah. appreciation. Absolutely. Um, so thank you guys for rolling with us. We're up to episode 19. You know, we actually have more than 19 episodes, but we're up to episode. No, we have more because we had the one shots, but yeah, you know, we really appreciate like the numbers of our plays go up every week. So we just ask that as homework, not homework because nobody likes homework, but as a request, we just ask that you share this podcast with somebody else you think would be appreciated. Yeah, of course. One other person who you haven't already shared it with, share it with somebody who you think would appreciate this. And honestly, the next person that you invite to the show, maybe that person is going to help share this podcast with more people. And then we're at a situation where more and more and more people know about Comic Book Junto. More people are, are weighing in. And we can do more stuff. We want to create a, a greater community. community. We want to create a community because that's what we want. We don't want to get up to 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 listeners just because. No. We do want to get to 10,000 listeners oh, yeah, for sure. Course. 
But what we really want to do is we want to get to that because we want to expand the community of people who appreciate these kinds of conversations. The point is, is the person that you invite to join this show could be the tipping point. Wait for it. Thwipping. (laughs) Good night. All right. Until next Thursday, guys. Peace. Thwip. Thwip.